And we are live here in the studios of WCCR 94.5 LPFM, The Crossroads. We are on iTunes and we are on Facebook Live here tonight. It is the Figure Four Fallout. Southern Gentleman Bo Kid behind the board here this evening. Thus far across the board from me, charming Russell Ryan. We're doing it live! Apparently we're doing it live. You're really, really loud. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> the mailman, Casey Malone. What's up, Bo? Now try it again. <laughs> What's up, Bo? There you are. I got the Durbo wheel next to me, Justin Durbin. I'm uh, sure, uh, I'm sure, what was that? I'm keeping Casey's corner warm for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we won't need that tonight. Tim Noe will be uh, with us here shortly in studio. Uh, guys, we've got Raw to talk about from Monday night. We've got some interesting, I guess you would say, segments in Raw to talk about. Uh, we've got some news at WWE going international yet again. Uh, and, of course, our Money in the Bank predictions for Sunday night. Uh, should be a pretty good show. I'm not sure if it is as highly touted as the WWE is saying that it's going to be the biggest and best money in the bank of all time. I don't know about that. That's, that, that's a stiff, stiff uh, build to, to make right there. I, I agree. I think that that's, a, that's some... High expectations. So, before we really get into some wrestling stuff, just one short little piece of business to clean up. Okay. So, you know, since the death of one Mr. Kimbo Slice, oh, Timbo Slice has not been a big, huge fan of that name. So, I got a new nickname for him. Okay. The Know-It-All Tim No. The Know-It-All. Is, ah. is, is, is this Tim approved? Oh, it's definitely not Tim approved. Ah, that that explains it. <laughs> it's better than that. The that explains everything. <laughs> Easy there, Ricky. He's, de- he, he's definitely going to like it better than he likes the Thursday Night Delight. Uh, he was more fond of the Thursday Night Delight than he was. Well, I have to just ask him. Either way, guys, let's get into Raw. According to who? <laughs> him and I discussed this. Let's get into Raw. Uh, Monday night was somewhat, I guess you would say, short on wrestling. Three hours, and we got six matches. None of them were particularly long. None of them were particularly long. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a eight-man tag to start off the night as the club and the villains would defeat Enzo, Big Cass, uh, and two members of the New Day, which was Kofi and Big E. Page with another victory over the WWE Women's Champion Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Sheamus destroyed Zack Ryder. Sami Zayn defeated Cesaro in a pretty decent match. I mean, I guess you could say Sheamus shredded him. Oh, geez. Kevin Owens and Alberto Del Rio defeated the Lucha Dragons to hold on to their spots in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And then Dean Ambrose would defeat Chris Jericho in the main event on Monday night. Hang on, I had, going back. When you gotta make a pun, it needs to be more rock steady, okay? Too sweet. Yes. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Too sweet. That was <laughs> awful. That was absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, I said it. I don't care. Um getting y'all choked, y'all choked up, up to see me? Jeez, apparently. My goodness gracious. Who'd have thought? Casey got me all choked up with his puns. They're great. Uh, there's something. Yeah, they're, yeah, there's something. There's something. I'll say they're great. Um, across the board, match-wise, <clears throat> I'm not going to say that it was bad. What are we talking about? We're raw. talking about Raw. Oh. I'm not going to say Did that the matches were bad. <laughs> I'm just going to say that we were oh. <laughs> somewhat lacking in some matches. I feel like if we're gonna have if we're gonna stick at three hours of raw, you better give me at least seven or eight solid matches. It was a very slow, slow night. I yeah. oh god, was it slow. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Slow is definitely a word to describe that on uh, on Monday night. Um I, mean, I do want to say talk- it wins the race. 
Well, I, I do want to talk about a few segments, though. But when it's running, it's only race against itself. You know, it's... <laughs> first things first. Oh, one way, first things first, let's go to the comedic side of it. Francesca apparently went out <laughs> on Xavier Woods. How dare she? How dare she? <laughs> These guys, just, just the mic skills between each other, man. They're it was so good. That was the absolute best part of this whole thing. It was. <laughs> I mean... I'm a fan of all four of these. I'm a little less the Vaudevillains than I am the the, the other three. <laughs> but man, you know, it's I actually like, been really good stick work. Yeah, the the stick work all around is just so good. Is this possibly one of the best? Not one of. Is this possibly the best feud of Money in the Bank going into right now? I'm not saying. Match wise, but I'm saying mic work wise, has it not been the best? Who's better? He's saying probably Cena and Styles. Oh, because that page is Well, no, theirs has been solid too. I mean, it has been solid. Yeah, but I think that this one is better. I mean, it's, it's is it it's, better? Because you're, you're a big AJ fan. I it, agree. Ha, it has it has zilch to do with the fact that it's AJ. Uh, okay. Regardless of no. who's, who's in it, AJ Styles or Endzone Cast, because I'm an Endzone Cast guy, okay? I love Endzone Cast. But the fact of the matter is, you have two different stories the, in a way a, being told, and the way that those stories are being told are both, in my eyes, equally good. They're equally you know? good, and they're both. But see, the thing of it is, and here's the point that I want to make out the work on the stick isn't totally what you say. Okay. There's a lot of nonverbal cues and a lot of underlying stuff that's happened that's made the proverbial mic work really good in the AJ John Cena thing. And that's why I think it's better. It has nothing to do because, I mean, I'm as big of a fan of the New Day and the club and mm-hmm. Enzo as I am of about anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just, I mean, yeah, I, mark out, I marked out over AJ on his debut. Yeah. Okay, cool. But still, like, it doesn't change the fact that he's doing good work. Hmm. My fandom doesn't change the fact that I just think this is really good. Yeah. So, I mean, Tim, which one do you think's better? I don't know. I think it's pretty corny when he says, you can't beat me. I think that's corny. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, I just think the New Day and Enzo and Cass with the club there, it, everybody but the Fod villains, basically, because they're just, he starts singing and he loses me when he starts singing. But, <laughs> I just like <laughs> great vocal chops though. Uh, I, you gotta give the man credit. We're t- we're yeah. Sue. He he can carry a tune. Well, he can carry a tune, but this carrying a tune is carrying a tune's not going to carry the match. No, That's well, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying give credit where it's due. He can carry a tune. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what what do you think then? Okay, here here's with uh with the vodka and so, um, English, Aiden English. That was his shtick before... I know. Um, the poet. Was he a poet? Uh, Simon Gotch come along. I mean, that was his, his thing. Mm-hmm. He, he would sing his, his promo. Um, so, Man, now, now here, the, does that necessarily mean we want to see it now? Not necessarily. But that's kind of what got him to where he's at now in a way. But... Um, I don't think Leaping Lanny Popo will make a comeback at WrestleMania well, it 37. Helps, it, it, it helps if you um, actually say uh, <laughs> say the name right. Popo. Come on. I'm calling him Popo. He's not Popo. He's Popo. Jeez, Russell. Magic supposed, Dragon. You're Yo, supposed boy. to be a freaking fan. Come on. I'm calling him Popo. Gosh. Fosho. Moving on. Fosho, mofo. <laughs> um, so. You I, don't know, know how to say the name. <laughs> that's, not, that's not even gay about that okay uh, I, I like the build for both I, I like the fact that with the AJ and John Cena one though it, there's a little bit more realism to it just because they're bringing in this entire yeah I'm not wrestled for WWE in, in 15 years I've never had the opportunity to you know be big big main event caliber person and I think that's what makes that entire feud intriguing. The comedy aspects of Enzo and Cass and, and the New Day is what's making this tag team title feud entertaining. And yeah, I mean, I like Gallows and Anderson as well. They bring the more 
serious Suicide. tone to it. And I guess in a way you can say the VOD villains do too mm-hmm. because they're not getting that entire, you know, Francesca was with Enzo the night before. Yeah. And and he had his lips all over, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, I I think they're both good and I don't think there's one that's better than the other in my eyes because they're they're both doing what they need to do. Mm-hmm. And that sell this match and this feud and get people invested. Oh, and, and in turn, let's turn around and look at the Cena and Styles uh, contract signing on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Usually, of course, you know, with every contract signing, you're going to have some kind of fisticuffs. You're going to have some kind of uh, physical altercation between the two. You didn't have it. No. Nope. did not have that mm-hmm. on Monday night. And that was good. Is that good? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And, and, unless you simply, go with, simply for the fact that unless you go with something Casey has said before, and this is something Casey Casey's big on, is if you hate each other that much, you should be trying to get at each other every opportunity that you can. Mm-hmm. But this view is not but, based on hate. But it, it's it's kind of not not the not the full hate feel, but there is a. No, kind of a, a, a. I hate you because you got the opportunity I'd ever got. It's right. A je- it's a jealousy thing. It's not a hate. It's jealousy can breed hate real quick. I know it can. Jealousy can breed hate, and jealousy can breed he was, he was, yeah. physical altercation too. If you think about it, but these but two I, guys. I think this this entire thing with the contract signing was good. Them not touching until Sunday. Basically, from this point, yeah, they he jumped him, but keep it like that. All right, Casey, what were you saying? There's really nothing else to say. Well, no, there's got to be something. You you were trying to get in there. Get in here, Josh. I'm tired. I forgot. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. There's something about this that I, I don't see the I don't see the hate. I agree with Casey. I don't see the hate portion of this at all. Oh, I, that triggered it. Go ahead. It's 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 strictly just this. These fans want to see this opportunity. This is how I knew I could get it. We've been need like this is something that I've wanted to do for 15 years. You've had opportunities to make it a big star, and if I'm going to prove that I'm going to make it here, I need to go for the throat. And that's what it is. It's not that I dislike you. It's probably. AJ probably would admit to respecting Cena. He would probably admit to being, you know, thinking Cena's generally a good guy. But at the end of the day, it's he wants that opportunity to prove himself. And you're not going to tarnish that by fighting all the time. What you're going to do is you're going to... Remember two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago on Raw, Cena came back and said... Or maybe it was three weeks ago. And said that if you want to get to the top of the ranks in WWE, you have to come through me. Yeah. That was what he said, and that's what triggered everything. Is this, I mean, basically from what I see, this is simply that this is the fact that Styles is showing I deserve to be at the top, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to that point. I think the argument can be made, though, with that initial attack that got this entire thing started after... Welcome back, Cena. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't show hate. That shows opportunity. That shows taking and seizing your chance. I mean, it's not necessarily that he dislikes him. It's that this is how I know I give because what remember I Because remember, he said, he said he respected him. He said, I like you. I respect you. He said that. And, and Yeah, in that promo... Until he turned on him, and then he climbed, out, mean he still doesn't respect he climbed out of the ring and was going to walk to the back. And came back like five times. And came back like eight million times. But does that show... Does that show that doesn't, hate? That doesn't show hatred. That shows him taking advantage of an opportunity. Exactly. That's what this is. It's, I knew this is how I get to you and get what I want. Okay. We'll agree to disagree on that. Yeah, we will. Um, Jason Stevens... Of course, uh, t- chiming in here, he thought the contract signing was odd and that Cena was officiating it instead of Shane 
or an authority figure. Well, they had Michael Cole in there, and Cena asked him to leave. It's not necessarily that it was like there wasn't officiated. It was just that Cena wanted that opportunity to get with AJ one on one and offer that out. It's not. Yeah, was Shane in the ring though at all? Or, or no, was it was it, Cole. It, it was okay. It, it was, was Cole. Michael. But hey, okay. And how, and how many times have we seen that in the past? That happens all the time. We've yeah. seen. We've they'll, seen they'll where they back. have. Well, no, we've seen where Cole has been the person or Lawler's been the person to do it, and one of them will step out of the ring. How many times do we see that with Triple H and Batista? How many times do we see that with Orton and Cena? You know, we've seen this. We've seen that shtick. It's just the fact that every time it's happened in the previous, we've always seen some kind of physical altercation go with it. This time we just didn't. It was. It's all a mind game. It's a good. It's a good change of pace too. It is a good change of Don't, pace. Like I said, vary your, vary your uh, strategy a little bit. Don't um, do the same things every time. I'm gonna go to Durbin whenever I start with this one because I thought that this was a really good segment on Monday night, and that was actually the Ambrose Asylum. All three members of the Shield back in the ring together. Ambrose having his little talk show between Rollins and Reigns. Um, we had, you know, basically them talking about their past as to you know what they did together, and then my favorite moment was when I hit you in the back with a chair, and then all of a sudden you saw Seth truly turn that that heel roll up to ten real quick. And then you saw the physical altercation happen, but you saw Ambrose actually coming out on top. Is there a... I mean, they're going to build this for later. There's no question about it. The question is, is we always thought that this would be a SummerSlam caliber... Or not SummerSlam, but WrestleMania caliber match. SummerSlam right around the corner... Are we going to get it there since that's where they debuted? Or no, it was Survivor Series where they Survivor debuted. Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get it more closer <coughs> to SummerSlam? <coughs> or are we going to see them actually trying to hold off and get this thing to a WrestleMania? And I'm going to start that off with Durbin. With the pace that we sort of wound up with on Monday, it feels like a build to SummerSlam. But just as we all thought that this was going to be a WrestleMania caliber match or something here um this is honestly a feud that even though this current build looks like it's going to be a big push to SummerSlam, these three will be in some shape form or fashion of mix for at least the immediate if not uh near foreseeable future so this is something that could even carry on to survivor series wrestlemania and uh just sort of could it last to wrestlemania i mean we're talking wrestlemania is going to be in april Mm-hmm. You know, we're sitting in June right now. Are we talking, honestly, are we talking a 10-month push with this? Uh, not, not a... Let's look at look how long Rollins held the case. Uh, they were able to go in and out of feuds with Rollins holding that case. If this was not just a red herring for the Money in the Bank match, which it very well could have been, then, yes, this could be something that's drawn out that long because of the fact that, well, we've seen them... To an extent, and I know there are different, some difference in circumstance, but to an extent, do it in the same way with the Seth Rollins Money in the Bank reign. Casey, go ahead. It's just these are the these three are always going to their paths to greatness are always going to cross. Okay, no matter what, it's just kind of like you're never really going to get Owens too far without Sammy. You're never going to really get Sammy too far without Owens. You're always going to, like, The Rock didn't get very far until Stone Cold was there. And, you know, Stone Cold, everywhere he went, there was The Rock. These guys are destined to kind of do, it's just, they work so well together, the three of them. This is their shtick. Yeah, and I mean, they work so well with other people. And a 10-month build doesn't mean 10 months continuous. I know that. Oh, no, I know you do. I'm not I'm not saying you don't. What I'm saying is is that a 10-month build between these guys will work, even if it's not a continuous thing, because they will always be able to come back to each other. Tim, what do you think? I, I'm kind of like Casey. Um, I, I, I don't, but me, I don't know if it's going to go to WrestleMania. I don't know if it's going to be drawn out that long. I think we get it at SummerSlam. Um, I think they're... 
I was telling Russell, I think it was Russell, that if this match ends at Money in the Bank with a clean victory over Rollins, I'm going to be pretty upset. <laughs> uh, Russell? You had a year build for Roxena. Yeah, well, that's that was a yeah, complete, that's, but that's a completely it, different. It, that but, is a completely, but completely there, there, different circumstance. There, it was a completely different feud too. But you had a year build for the match. Completely different circumstance for the no. fact that the, no. Hang on, let me let me finish what yeah. I'm saying, please. Okay, okay. Let me so, finish what I'm saying. Let me finish so what I'm saying. Let, ten, let, ten, ten month build. It can me, be done. I understand. That's that. what I'm saying. It let, can be done. But let me finish where I'm saying. The Rock was also shooting a movie okay. within that time frame. That's nice. How many matches did he have in that year build? That's nice. Let's be honest. How many? No, honestly, tell me. How many matches did he have? Three? Four? Him and, him and Cena versus Miz and yeah. R-Truth. Okay. Him versus CM Punk. Him versus Cena. Three. Okay, so Cena was the culmination. That's what I'm saying. Between the culmination and then, how many matches did he have? Two. Two. These are every night stars. That's fine. This is a completely different set. That's what I was about to point out. That's fine. Was that this, the, the John Cena rock feud was actually only about the equivalent of three and a half months. We knew that it was coming. The whole time, and that's a different. Well, because it was they, they. He only wrestled at the big pay per view. Well, yeah. Well, no, he didn't even wrestle at all the big pay per views. He missed SummerSlam because he wrestled Royal Rumble, um, Survivor Series. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But the point that I'm trying to get at is that the only thing that it was was that we had the mount, match announced. They had the feud going in like that first like, couple weeks. They talked about it, and then Cena went and did a thousand other things. Feuded with a thousand other guys, Rock magically comes back for some for, or for Survivor well, for, Series. Well, for really Rumble, because the whole Survivor Series thing didn't even really they didn't really hit that they were against each other. It was them teaming. Correct. So that's I mean I guess you kind of can include that, but then it comes in and it slides in and it's really Rock versus Punk, but it's Rock getting the belt to face Cena. So and so Cena winning. So Cena, yeah, it was a completely different feud. It, yeah, and it was just kind of. It only had, a, on average, about three months worth of build. Where this, we would consistently see the guys together doing something. Just about for ten months, they would be doing other things, but there would always be that walk through, walk through the back. Hey, I'm here. Walk through the back. I'm watching you. Hey, you know, out in the ring. Exactly. We're in this opposite sides of a tag match. There's difference There's difference in a part-timer being in a feud and it being a year-long feud versus a Thank you. every single night kind of guy. Thank you. It can be done, though. We know that it can. We're not disagreeing that. We're saying, though, that using The Rock and Cena as an example is like saying, hey, it's, it can not, be- a gr- it's not a great example. I'm sorry. That's, that's me being me. It's okay. not a great example because okay. out of the 12 months... Out of the twelve months, how it's much lose the battle? But honestly, let's 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 be honest about this. Out of the twelve months of build, yeah. how many of the months did they actually even talk about it? They didn't, except for like three months. Uh, the only it, thing, the only thing that was ever said was that it's going to highlight WrestleMania. That was it. Okay, it built nothing. Boy, everybody's getting excited. It built this nothing. <laughs> everybody's all woo. Okay, we had the. I'm not really going to even hit on the return of corporate Kane because I want to see how everything else goes. You know I don't why? think that was meant for. Anything. You know why we're not going to touch on corporate Kane? Because it wouldn't take any long. That's all I'm saying. I, I just don't know how it's going to go right, yet, right. so I'm going to stay away from that. I am going. <laughs> I am going to bring up the fact. This fact, Russell. Don't make me holler at you, player. We have only three title matches for Money in the Bank. The IC title not going to be defended because he's out shooting a movie. And the women's Shame. title and the women's title uh, holder match. is in a tag match. My question is, Shame. though, Shame. although the, I would guess you would say the proverbial number one contenders for the women's title are in this match, why should Paige not be put in somewhere for a contendership Yep. For the fact that she's beat her twice now. Yep. 
unless you and go, why, unless and why you are we the, not talking about this? Before? Unless you go with the fact that she beat her twice, she has uh, earned her her shot. Unless you go with that theory, but I mean, I I think she should be in a match. Without a doubt. Why 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 is this not being talked about more? Because I personally feel as if uh, creatives sort of drop the ball in this area, and they're just sort of, it feels like throwing stuff together, like, you two, you two go out and make a segment, and we'll work with whatever we get out of that. There's I, also, here's one other major thing, and it's, and it's the difference between, and it's a bad difference, it's a very bad difference between today's time versus old time. Okay. In the old days, if you beat the champion... You were you in had the, you, you were in the, the shot. Yeah. Today, if you beat the champion, <laughs> you yeah. want a match. What do you do? Yeah. So I mean, that's just how it is. That's why we're not talking about it. Like, how many stinking matches did like Dean lose as you as United States champion, and he didn't defend against anybody? I'm also going to say this one as well. I think a lot of this is also the fact that as Stephanie is supposed to be the one that's in charge of the women's division, they have pulled her so far away from that. Because of the storyline that she's currently in with Shane in trying to be the person that's running everything, I think that it's unfortunately got thrown not even on the back burner. I mean, literally, yeah, it's not even on the stove anymore. It had like a solid two-month run, the the Divas Revolution, and then it's just gone. It's just nothing. And I am also not a big fan of the immediate change in the relationship between Shane and Stephanie. Yeah, and that's still yet to be determined as well because we'll see um, what day is it that SmackDown's going live on Tuesday nights? I don't know, but Stephanie flat out through July 19th. Okay. Stephanie brought it back from like O-Town time. She was like, I want it all or nothing at all. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Before we go to break, uh, I do want to talk about this new deal that is going on with um, the WWE and and the country of China. Um, Of course, they had a big announcement uh, last or earlier this week that they have signed a new television deal over in China. That um, they have signed the first talent from China. Uh, the man's name is Ben Wong. He is uh, apparently pretty high up in the talent pool there in China. So we shall see how that goes. Um, apparently there's also a addition of other stars that are going to be coming to the Performance Center from that area. Apparently they said it was close to a dozen that could be coming over here. Uh, Then we've also seen other signings for the Performance Center. Uh, We saw earlier today that uh, current Ring of uh, of Honor star Moose is going to be coming to the Performance Center. What uh, what, Did we say September, I think is what it said? His contract expires at the end of this month. End of this month. So they're looking at bringing him in in September. By September, yes. Because I remember I was like, man, I just wish that they could go ahead and get him there and get him started. (laughs) But I was like, he's probably still in the deal. Who else was it that that I saw that I said something about at lunch? Bobby Roode. Well, besides Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode had his first match, of course, in NXT. Was he losing? No way, Jose. Mid match dance off between him and Hanoi Jose. It was pretty entertaining. It was entertaining, was I will say that. <laughs> Bobby Roode has always been good He's with off the, crowd. the chain. He's I've a- never seen him wrestle and but he looked like such a tough guy, like they were trying to portray him as like this really tough. He's guy. willing He's to go against the grain. Dancing. Unlike impact wrestling. Huh? Unlike impact wrestling. Your puns need to stop. Yeah. His wrestling is very impactful. It's total nonstop action. Who almost had a slam anniversary? You've been muted. Don't even look. Do at we me. want to <laughs> wait until we talk money in the bank to discuss Sean's uh, questions that he asked? I didn't see Sean's questions, unfortunately. Um, he said, I, "I can't listen in right now, so I don't know if you've already discussed this. But what do you guys think are the chances of a mystery seventh entrant into the ladder match? We will and talk who do you about think that. it could be? We will talk about the end of Money in the Bank. Okay, we'll talk about that part. All right. Um, okay. 
Another again. Another. What was that, Casey? Can I look at you again? Yeah, finally. Okay. Um, another point is the current number of NXT roster wrestlers on roster that are roster wrestlers that are apparently going to be called up during the draft. Yes. There's been talks of just a couple. There's been talks of multiple. Apparently, uh, coming from WWE Raw in the first round draft pick, selects Finn Balor. Demon, NXT, developmental talent. <laughs> um, apparently, from Brian Alvarez from Wrestling Observer Live, uh-huh. uh, the talks is that we will see six names transition, from transitioning from NXT to the main roster on the er, on draft night. Alpha Balor. I don't. I don't know where they're going to go with this because as much as we're going to want to see Balor after what we saw at NXT are we going to see that with the fact that he's now been challenged by Shinsuke Nakamura? Can we please Mm -hmm. talk about that before we go to break? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to get to that. That, Mm -hmm. in my opinion is the going away gift. That's the last match we see Balor in an NXT, and it's one time. There's not a feud. This is not a fight. This is not about who's better or who's worse. This is about let's hook it up. Let's go. Let's give these fans. It's a reward. It's a payoff for your time here. It's me passing the torch on to you because now you're going to take up where I've left off. That's what this is about. This is not a... So are we going to see this on an NXT, just a standard weekly NXT, or are we going to see this? Yeah. What's wrong with it? It doesn't need to be a takeover. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Just just give these guys half a show or more to go and give your fans something to love. It is a good bite to fan. Do you agree? I'm still holding out hope that we see Finn on Sunday. If we see him on Sunday, then definitely that's what this is. I don't think you're going to see him on Sunday. Well, I don't know. See, I, in my head, I worked it with the contract that between AJ and John Cena. Oh, that, see, that's that's I where worked, I'm at. I worked up something. Because if the club ain't there, it ain't nothing but the demon. Yeah, let's, that's let's, what I'm let's, saying. Let's see. We'll get to that here in a minute. It's a takeover caliber match. I can give well, you no that question. much. No question. No question about that. Ain't nobody arguing that. I mean, with us. I, but as, not, as, as much as I'd love to see it, I mean, it, it's not like the takeover events aren't during the middle of the week anyway but but what I'm saying though is the next takeover is not scheduled right it's Brooklyn Brooklyn. yeah which is a long point yeah that's uh is that August yeah although you brought in Sami Zayn to fight Nakamura at uh, takeover Dallas so I mean it's not like if he debuts on main roster a Raw SmackDown, I should say, that you can't save the match for TakeOver Brooklyn and hype it. You get can. Mojo, go get Mojo Raleigh to do it, you know? Sure. He's a hype man. Uh, technically, we could still see this main roster call-up. If we go back and look and see that uh, Kevin Owens continued to appear on NXT all the way through uh, Beast in the East, um, while... Technically, being in that first feud with John Cena on main roster. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Things don't always have to be set in stone in a certain way. But, I mean, this is a match you could give away on, on NXT TV. You know why? Fans will still tune in. And you're going to get more people on NXT. Which, I mean, you may have the casual fan tuning in to take over on a pay-per-view weekend. But this is going to get a lot of people watching on... Uh, NXT that week but at the end of the day not every match that deserves to be main event of something or pay-per-view quality or you know gets a pay-per-view or main event sometimes it just happens the way it happens on a Monday Night Raw I mean let's look at that Shawn Michaels John Cena match from years ago or a Thunder and I'm I'm really intrigued right now because um of course, we have the pay-per-view on Sunday. Yes. Okay? Yes. WWE Honolulu. 
Aloha Hawaii? That is on Wednesday. This Wednesday. Like, ten, no. June 29th. Tomorrow. No. Wait, huh? <laughs> it's not Tuesday. Wednesday, <laughs> June 29th. Two weeks. Two weeks from yesterday. Okay. The featured wrestlers has now changed. Okay. And do you notice a name that is not listed there anymore? Did you see a, did you see a big name that wasn't listed? Cena's no longer on the WWE official website for uh, listing. He was scheduled to face Nakamura, wasn't he? That is correct. Okay. The top three now standing across the top of the board for NXT or for WWE Live Hawaii. Charlotte and Asuka. The top three superstars that are standing across the top is Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and AJ Styles. Decent. So I'm not sure. I'm I'm trying to see if there's any kind of one of these card, like an updated card. Um, But I've not seen an updated card. Okay, book. Here we go. Maybe, maybe just found it. Crazy. No, it it says. Well, actually, it still says. This was just three days ago. It says that Brock Lesnar will step into the ring with Kevin Owens. Still, also advertised. Still, is Cena versus Nakamura. Um, oh, it's still advertised. Okay. It says that, yeah, it says that it is still advertised. Uh, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, and Bray Wyatt to name off or a few as well. Um, Y2J uh, also appear or supposed to appear as well, along with uh, the club, mm-hmm. the Usos. Um, I don't like her being live anymore. I'm getting text messages from people. Get over it. Hmm? Oscar, Charlotte. Um, so everybody is... It, it's going to be interesting. I, I'm anxious to see how the main event is planned for WWE Honolulu now. So we shall see. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We have our Money in the Bank predictions, of course, as well as our Indie Wrestling Rundown, uh, the calendar for this week. You have a couple uh, decisions to make. You do have a decision, right? You know me. We'll be back here on the Figure Four Fallout 94.5 WCCR, LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live. So, for the benefit of those with flash photography, you think you know me. This is the Rated R Superstar Edge. You are listening to the Figure Four Fallout on WCCR 94.5 Williamsburg, Kentucky. And we're back here on 94.5 WCCR, LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live. Bo Kid, Russell Ridenauer, Tim No, Casey Malone, and Justin Durbin here in studio. Who is Russell Ridenauer? I said Russell Ridenauer. I tried. Yeah, who, who's that, though? Who? Yeah, that's Russell Ridenauer. Who? 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 That's not where I was going. I really want to know. You really need to stop. I now know I'm keeping this corner warm. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting ready to get called over. I really need to go. Yeah, you're, you're getting called up. To the corner. <laughs> called down more like it. Oh, well, yeah. Gosh, it's hot in here. She's been dancing for 30 minutes. That is true. You were dancing quite hard there. So Very good point. All right, guys, let's talk about Money in the Bank. Sunday night. Show it what you drink. In Las Vegas, Nevada. I get money. Stop it. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches currently scheduled on the card. Ocho. Um, eight o. Two no. of them are actually, but the thing about it is that two of them are actually being dubbed as pre-show matches. Not sure why. I don't know which one is going to be on the pre-show. If both will, it says both will, but I don't know if they'll hold both of them there. What are they? Uh, first one would be Apollo Cruz versus Sheamus. Okay. Please don't put that on the pre-show. It's currently announced on WWE's website as part of the kickoff show. Please don't put that on the pre-show, WWE. That's a shame. Lobster head. And it must miss the show. But, all right, so... What's the other one? The other one is Ziggler versus Corbin. Again. Ziggler's doomed. Kid is doomed. So, let's talk about our pre-show matches first. Ziggler does have all the luck of Cleveland. Yeah, he does. Let's start with the Ziggler-Corbin match because I feel that's the one that's going to stick on the pre-show and hopefully not Cruz Sheamus. Maybe it gets bumped up. So let's go with Ziggler and Corbin first. Who's your winners? Ziggler. Why are we doing predictions now? I thought we always just wait till the end and do it. It's pre-show. Fish potion. Buddy, did you see what time it is? No, I don't. 13 minutes. It's 6.49. Oh. We got to talking quite a bit there on Raw. Oh. So, what well, heck? We're going to do some... Well, we'll just predict now then. Well, you're kidding. Really? Ah, oh, thank you, Captain Obvious. Shut up and take my money. Well, I will. What, who's your prediction? <laughs> my prediction, Ziggler. Thank you. Russell? Actually, I really don't know that Ziggler. Think... Ziggler needs something. Bad. Corbin? Bad. Corbin, because he's already facing the... Wait, I was supposed to be doing something exciting moment. I feel like they might have debuted him a bit too soon and should have wait, waited for this brand split. I feel like he would have done better to be fresh right out of the gate, right in our minds, out of the brand split. Well, whenever you do something huge and then you train wreck it afterwards, it's pretty easy. I mean, how did he train wreck it, though, is the problem. It's not. Neither one of the two guys train wrecked it themselves. It was that WWE did. Okay. Let's put it on pre show. This guy just went on Andre to the Giant Memorial Battle Roll, but let's put it on pre show. Let's not talk about it on Raw. Okay. Um, it's simple, bad, 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 bad booking. Simply bad booking. Uh, let's go to the other one that is also being dubbed pre-show right now. Hopefully that gets changed. Apollo Crews versus Sheamus. Crews is on past him. Yep. Just flows on out. Okay, he's still listening. So a couple Crews predictions. I'm on Crews as well. I like Crews. That's a good good choice. Let's clean on that Crews control, baby. Let's clean sweep it, and we'll go with Crews as well. I will as well. Let's go to the women's tag match. It's the NX or it's the WWE Women's Champion. I apologize. Charlotte and Dana Brooke taking on Natalia and Becky Lynch. I, uh, Tim, I think these two implode. Dana Brooke and Charlotte. So I'm going to take. Really? Yeah, yeah. Becky Lynch. Huh. Do I have to make one? Oh, yeah. It's fun. The concession stand wins. That's who wins. Come on, Casey. Uh, Charlotte and Dana. Team Charlotte. Team Charlotte. I'm going to go with Becky and Natalia, and it's going to be because of some shenanigans that's going to backfire with um, Dana Brooke, which will thus set up the battleground feud. Here's what I'm hoping, in all reality. They're in the match. Dana and Charlotte's about to win, and we get the boss. And it costs them. That would be nice. I, I would be happy with that. Uh, I'm also going to go with uh, Natalia and Becky Lynch, actually, in this one, because I think they have a, a shot at maybe just getting one over finally on Charlotte. She doesn't have to win every time she's on a pay-per-view. I'm sick of seeing her win every time she's on a pay-per-view, to be completely honest. Uh, WWE U.S. title match. Rusev, the champion, taking on Titus O'Neil, who he once again uh, attacked on Monday night on Raw. Rusev by a million. Hey, Titus, thanks for coming. Yeah. See you later. Give you a five-minute match. 
That's generous. Yeah. I would love to see Titus win this, but I know I that's not reality. Unfortunately, I, th- I think Rusev picks up the the W here. Uh, Darby's thinking hard. I can hear. I can actually hear the hamster wheel turning in his head this time. Mainly because this one's honestly more of a more of a. How can I swerve you today? I I don't have enough interest to really even get going behind this because kind of how I feel about most of the cover. Um, I don't feel I've never felt Titus has been in that legitimate position to actually go up against this rebuilt new devastating looking finisher version of Rusev I don't feel like they built him up enough before this feud so I still see him as the uh, goofy primetime players Titus O'Neil and so that's why I will say Rusev but that's just because this feud, I haven't felt any legitimacy behind it. Jeez. I, uh, honestly, I agree. I, w- I agree with Russell. I'd love to see Titus actually win this thing. But unfortunately, I don't think that it's just the right time yet for him to go on a solid singles run on his own, especially one with a title. So I'm going to say that Rusev does win this. But the question is, is who will his next feud be with? I don't think this is over. I hope it's not over. I think I think the the actual feud itself is not bad. So, uh, <laughs> WWE Tag Team Championship Fatal Four Way Match: The New Day, Kofi and Big E will be defending in a Fatal Four Way against the Club, Luke Gallows and. Or, or, yeah, Lou Gallows and Carl Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enzo and Big Cass and the VOD villains. I'm I think we see the New Day drop it here. I think the club beats them. I actually think this is the perfect timing to put the belts on Enzo and Cass. Because you can do it without pinning the New Day. And it transitions pretty well. And they can go into the feud with whoever they pin afterwards, and then they can come back later. But so I actually think that it's going to be like Enzo and Cass if it's not the New Day retaining. Interesting. I I kind of feel New Day retains. For me, it's either going to be pretty much a very I'm sort of in the mindset Casey was with, or. This could be a good time. Let the club just stay dominant and um, allow allow New Day to do some chasing, which is something we haven't got to see in a very long time. It's almost a year. Almost an entire year. Um, so that's the thing. I kind of want New Day to set a record. They've already set the record, correct? I kind of want a big record, though. Haven't they already? Haven't they already set that, Russell? For longest tag team run or tag team uh, championship run, I don't know if they've said it or not. Let's see, because I'm really intrigued. I think they have. I think they beat Demolitions from back in the day, or maybe, maybe. if they win this one, they break it. I think is maybe what it is. Uh, Something. I, tag I just don't know team what. championship reigns. List of tag team champions. <laughs> Longest running. They've held it for a combined 347 days in their two runs. Um, Now, by the longest run, though, Demolitions was... Actually, no, it wasn't Demolitions. It was uh, Paul London and Brian Kendrick mm. held that. I forgot about that. Um, oh, oh, Kendrick making a, a return of the Cruiserweight Tournament. He is, and that's something I was actually going to bring up here in a minute after we get done making our predictions is the Cruiserweight Classic because apparently there's been a injury 
Mm-hmm. And one person's going to be out now. Um, but uh, I, I'm going to go with the New Day holding on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone does take the belts off of them, it's going to be the club. I don't think Enzo and Cash will take it off of them yet. I think they may feud with them, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I think that may be how it goes. Uh, let's go to the Money in the Bank match. Money in the Bank ladder match. Currently holds six competitors. Mm-hmm. That is Kevin Owens, Alberto Del Rio, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Dean Ambrose, and Chris Jericho. Casey. I actually think that this is going to be Kevin Owens' time to get the case. I agree. Tim agrees. Bringing up Sean's uh, question to us. Do we see a seventh participant added? I say no. I think it's just going to be these six, and out of that six, um, I mean, Kevin Owens makes the most sense, although it would be an interesting twist if they do have Dean Ambrose uh, win the briefcase. Especially and, if they want that shield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to stay at six, and... I do think that for me it's a coin flip between Owens and Ambrose. I'm I'm very much along the same lines as Durbin. Who's your wild card? The wild card in this whole entire thing, in my mind, is Sami Zayn. The wild card for me is uh, Del Rio, where they're wanting to repackage him and mm-hmm. get that big push for him. That's who my wild card is. Yeah. Now, would I rather see the wild card be Cesaro? Absolutely. <laughs> but the wild card in this, in my mind, is Sami Zayn. Um, if I have to pick a winner, though, between the six right now, I I really think that it may be Dean. I really do. As much as Kevin Owens is probably the proverbial favorite in this match, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with... I'm gonna go with Ambrose. I think they really want to see this this shield lockup. So uh, let's go to the I guess you would say co-main event because that's what a lot of people are saying it as. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus John Cena. AJ Styles has to walk away with this one for this feud to continue and stay relevant. He can't lose the first one out. He just can't. But I could see Cena winning it, and I'm actually going to pick Cena because Vince will want to smack AJ one more time to say that he is better than all the rest of the world, that his star is still better. So you're going with Cena. As if losing at WrestleMania to Christian Jericho wasn't bad enough. Oh, I know it's still not enough. Nope, because Vince never does anything halfway. I'm going to take Styles. No, who's going to go with Styles? I'm going to go with Styles here. And the reason for that is booking in my mind. You could have this entire, okay, well, <coughs> Cena lost to Owens when he came in. He's lost to AJ Styles when he came in. Yeah, And yeah, it's, it's been a while since AJ's been there. But... It could build this entire. Does John Cena still have it in the tank? Is he still idea. is he still the main event player that he thinks he is? Yes. Durbin, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna say Styles, but this is not concluded at this event, and I'm saying this is part one of three that uh, ends at SummerSlam, or at least this current integration of the feud ends at SummerSlam. Oh, jeez. Um, and as much as I want to see Balor come up and interfere in this match to give Styles the one-up over, I guess, mm-hmm. I sort of see Casey's point with Vince. I really do. Mm-hmm. Because Vince has always had that, you know, my, you know. I'm better than you. Of course. Um, 
Yeah. He's straight edge. For, you know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm going to go with Styles. I am. I don't know why, but I am. I'm going to go Styles. I want it to be Styles. Oh, yeah. But my, my, my logical gut just can't let me pick it. Okay. And in the main event, the WWE World Heavyweight title match, it will be Roman Reigns defending against the architect, Seth Rollins. Russell. Unfortunately, or fortunately, just depend on how you look at it, I think in order for them to continue to get Roman, not necessarily over, but to continue trying to push him, I think Roman Reigns works out with the the championship. I'm tired of saying that, but Roman Reigns is going to win. But there better be shenanigans. There better be. Okay. Here's my hope. So, if this doesn't happen, Reigns is the winner. But Rollins wins if Dean wins the case and Dean cashes in on him that night. That's what you hope happens. Yep. Now, logically, what do you think happens? (laughs) Roman Roman beats him. Period. And beats him almost clean. God, I'll say that. <laughs> Durbin? Oh, no, we're so set on building Roman, it don't matter who we tear down. Because they're so convinced on uh, building Roman, like that's they're still in building mode, um, another one gets fed to the Roman Empire. What worries me with that, though, is the fact that they were pushing this entire thing. You've not done it on your own. You've always had... Corporate Kane, you've had J&J Security, you've had the authority. If if Seth doesn't win, oh he is. I'm I'm afraid that's going to be proof in the pudding that oh well, maybe you can't do this. And that's what it's going to be, and that's my fear. It's what I hate the most. Mm-hmm. It's because that's what it's going to be. Because you're not the guy. What it's going to boil down to is we are building reigns. At all costs. It doesn't matter what fans we lose. It doesn't matter who we delegitimize. It doesn't matter who we have to feed to him. We need our next big star, and we want it to be Roman Reigns, regardless of whether he's the best fit for the job or not. I don't know if they will lose fans, because fans say all the time, oh, if this doesn't happen, happen, I'm going to quit watching, and they continue to watch. Okay, that's not the part you're supposed to get hung up on. But um, it's, I mean, it was just a simple statement of yeah. like that's the that's the mentality they have right yeah. now is they don't care who they have to hurt. I, yeah. I'm not saying they're losing fans. I'm saying that's the mentality. Don't get hung up on the little words. This completely boils down to Roman has to become this ungodly force. He has to be the next John Cena. Yeah, the next Hulk Hogan. The next Hulk Hogan. As long as he doesn't. Yeah. Stuff. Stuff and things. things. There's always good stuff and things. So, um, which speaking of money, in the bank now, I have a question to pose to Tim. Because currently, you have Emma on oh, your I team. Didn't, I didn't even get to give my prediction. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Go ahead. Jeez. I'm 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 more intrigued with his decision. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Thanks a lot. Although my my prediction was really good. Okay. Reigns keeps the title. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Katie bar the door. But. That's good. But because of outside interference. Shenanigans. We just didn't want to say shenanigans. By one Bray Wyatt. Okay. He's been scheduled to return for how long? No one I love will get Randy Orton. I think Orton's. uh, I believe Orton may be gone. He's hanging up in our office. But I really think that we're going to see the return of Bray Wyatt here. And title feud? You may actually see a title feud between those two for just a, a, a short amount of time. A month or two. Maybe at least a month to get to SummerSlam. Um they and, and he's always and he's always had that anybody but you, Roman. Mindset. 
and I think that they could easily go back to that and that work. That's the reason why I say I don't think that we see Finn. Tear down the machine. Because I think we see Bray. Okay. Bray will get over and have that crowd behind him so hard if that's what happens. Even even if he does even if it does keep Roman with the title on Sunday. If if that happens, he'll have the whole world in his hands. Literally. Okay, who you picking to replace Emma, buddy? So, yeah, that that that's a decision you have to make now. If you're going to go ahead and keep Emma on your team, or temporarily replace her for a cost of for a cost of five points. Five points. Is it just five? If the wrestler gets injured, they can be replaced for a cost of five points. But when they become uninjured. That, they, they, have to re- to, they have to replace. Yeah, they have to go back. If he wants a Emma, per- Emma will go back to being the active. If he wants, a, but if he wants to replace permanently, it's twenty. If he wants to replace permanently, it's twenty five. Okay. Yes. I will temporarily replace her with Dana Brooke. Okay. Oh, look at those points he already got because he knew she was alive. Well, hey. Smart thinking, and he's already got five points because of the poster with. Roman Reigns on there. Winning so, so, I mean, technically, he kind of it canceled each other out right now. Yeah, exactly. But winning while I'm losing. Winning while he's losing. Exactly. Um, some quick news. Uh, Amazing Red, former TNA X Division champion, uh, of course, was scheduled to be in the WWE Cruiserweight Classic that is scheduled to begin starting uh, taping on July the 13th. Mm-hmm. Or at least that's when it will be showed to us. I'm sorry. Uh, on the WWE Network, uh, Amazing Red, now out of the Cruiserweight Classic, has had to have three ankle surgeries within the last month. Uh, the first one was apparently done incorrectly. The second surgery was to relieve pressure and stop infection in the ankle. And then the third was to actually get it fixed. Yikes. Um, so, it's... And there's some photos up on... Uh, WrestlingNews.co uh, for anybody that wants to see that. Um, it's it's pretty brutal, to be completely honest. Yeah, I don't do ankle injuries. But um, so nonetheless, but he does say that uh, I know things happen for a reason. He said I know things happen for a reason, and I trust God and what He has in store for me. I'm not quitting. I'm gonna stay being the hardest worker ever. I won't stop. I need to make this dream come true, especially for my kids. For my hashtag House of Glory Wrestling family, I'll lead by example. Uh, Jeremiah chiming in. Uh, he said Rollins wins. Ambrose cashes in 10 seconds later. Hello, Triple Threat. That's how he books it. I, I hope he's right. I really, really hope he's right. It would be very in- interesting. Uh, let's go to our independent wrestling calendar for this week. Yeah, a couple shows up in Corbin this weekend. There is a couple shows in Corbin. Well, at least one show in Corbin this weekend. Uh, I do see a second one now. Yes. Yeah, it's same, same promotion, but... Correct, just back-to-back nights. Yep. Uh, tomorrow night, we will have uh, Renegade Independent Pro Wrestling in Corbin mm-hmm. at the Civic Center. And then you'll also have uh, NWA New South Championship over in Franklin. Ooh. Uh, that's tomorrow night. On Saturday, you have the Renegade Independent Pro Wrestling again at the Civic Center in Corbin. Uh, Southern Independent in Albany. Uh, World Wrestling Alliance in Central City. Bluegrass Championship Wrestling in Paintsville. And OVW will be in E-Town on Saturday. And then on Sunday, you have Wildcat Championship Wrestling in Lawrenceburg. And, of course, primetime wrestling with one Bobby Blade on Sunday night there in Georgetown. He's back, Jack. He, he's back, and he's back with a vengeance, apparently. So we shall see how that goes. Uh, guys, any more news or anything else that you all want to discuss this evening while we are still on the air? Durbin just showed me a great statistic. Durbin, what's your statistic, buddy? It was a fun. Don't fall in his trap. Don't fall in his trap. Stay. All right. Guess what? Casey, for that, you're muted. <laughs> Support independent wrestling. Uh, Absolutely. As, as always. 
And uh, shout out to our friends over at Independent Talent and Developmental Talent Podcast. Oh, forgot Zach Gowan also. Zach Gowan uh, competed this past week on American Ninja Warrior. Yes. One-legged. Yes. And so did a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T-Rex gets all the credit. One-legged guy does something cool. But no, let's talk about T-Rex. <laughs> Welcome Gallon, to America. Gallon didn't finish. I will say that. He didn't get the T-Rex. I know. The, the T-Rex I know. didn't finish either. They got up the warp wall, though. It was pretty cool. How that was even physically possible. Yeah, I don't know how got saw. I don't see how he Yeah, I mean, that was just unreal. Was but but <laughs> shout out to the guys over at Independent Talent. We're, uh, we're working on... Uh, trying to get them, uh, at least uh, Jason and Loverboy Brock Landers on, because guess what? They were unswerved. Yes, they Season were. two, episode two, with old... Uh, Willie. Willie the... Uh, what was it? Willie the race car? Or, uh, Willie the sports car. The sports... Or is it something? Willie something. Willie, Willie something. Not <laughs> Willie Collie Stein, but Steel it's Willie something. Phone. Golly. Big Damo, Damian Mackey. Is his name from the UK, uh, along with Noam Dar, joins Moose and Tommy End as names expected to be uh, at the Performance Center by the beginning of September. Huh. So that is uh, all signings are depending uh, medical exams, of course. Of but course. Got got to pass them them tests. Yeah, you got to pass the test. But what are you doing? Channeling the internet Oh, jeez. That's how he really sounds in real life, too, by the way. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite, the way, the way he talks in, in the movie. There's your charger. Now that we're uh, on Facebook Live, um, all these actions that you couldn't actually see over the radio. Yeah, you can actually see now. See. Oh, Poor Skelly said he couldn't be on the air anywhere, anymore with us because... Because we're actually on video. <laughs> hey, who was it that they signed from China? Ben Hong? Ben, uh, ben Wong. I couldn't have been any more wrong. Wong, not wrong. Gosh. You're muted. You're gone. He's gone. He's, he's banned. He's banned? He's banned. Yes! So then does Durbin... No, just for, six da- just for six days. Okay. No! <laughs> we'll be back on the air next Thursday, of course, we'll have our uh, review of this week's Money in the Bank on Sunday. Yes. We'll talk Raw next week, of course. I'm sure there'll be some kind of news happening between now and next Thursday. There always is something going on mm-hmm. in the world of professional wrestling. Um, the week after that, though, I guess somebody else is going to have to come over here and get on the board because I am going to be out of town for a few days. That wasn't in your contract. Well, it's going to have to be in my I'm contract. Yes, you are definitely the wrong person for the job. Looks like I'm back behind the board. You're going to have to be behind the board for something. I may call in or something, but not this guy. Anybody but you, Casey. Anybody but you. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) On that note, that will wrap up tonight's figure four fallout. Four. Charming Russell Ryan. Four. I don't know what to call you now. The Thursday Night Delight? You're, you're something. I don't know about hopeless, but... Dude, dude, go with the Thursday Night Delight. No. TNT. Sounds like a bad popsicle. We all don't like it. From parts unknown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind that one. That was pretty good. The missing Link. <laughs> for Tim Moe, for Casey Malone... And for Justin Durbin, this is Bo Kid signing off. You've been listening to the Figure Four Fallout right here on WCCR 94.5, LPFM, iTunes, and Facebook Live. <laughs>